Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hyderabad Hiccup. Uh, thank you to everyone who bought the tickets <laughs> and uh, supported us, even if they didn't end up coming here. We were really excited by uh, 14 ticket sales, uh, Ashwin, but, uh, uh, well, something's better than nothing. First uh, live podcast here. Um, but um, today on the podcast, we have Ashwin Alphonse with us, uh, who's a stand-up comic, producer, and uh, more recently, a podcaster. Uh, hi Ashwin, welcome to the Hyderabad Hiccup. Hi Kirta, thanks for having me on the podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. I basically do everything uh, which doesn't generate money and waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes, can relate, can relate. Uh, you're, at, you're in the right place. <laughs> so I thought uh, podcasting is the uh, best platform uh, now that I've done everything. And uh, it, it's the one profession that makes even less than stand up. So you've, you yes. found it, you yeah. found it. Yeah, yeah. See, if you do stand up for uh, X number of years, uh, disappointment is not, is not a feeling that will stay with you. Like this, normally people, when they get disappointed, they take drastic actions, right? I won't do this ever again. With stand up, if you do stand up for, say, five years, four years, you know disappointment is. Par for the course, yeah. And uh, and even if podcast is working or not working, because some weeks it does, some weeks it doesn't, my feeling yeah. is neutral. I've become Buddha now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we we both definitely do look like Buddhas right, and right, on the cameras. On the <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I wore a loose shirt. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so did I, so did I. But uh, <laughs> after a while, it doesn't help. It doesn't help, that's true. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've uh, I've watched uh, I've watched you perform Ashwin for a long time, right. and uh, you know um, as an audience as to begin with. So here's here's all the I have like a missing history of you that I know, right? Mm -hmm. So circa 2015-16 is when I probably like saw you perform with oh, everyone is, at yeah. back when we had the Hyderabad ass comedy club, right, right, right. Uh, which we talked about at length right, in an right. earlier podcast. And um, so that I, so Ashwin was performing at the Hyderabad as uh, comedy yeah. club and and those other venues at the right. time. Right. Then I know somewhere circa 2018, 19, you had the Mazak Factory and you right. used to produce a lot of shows both right. for comics in and outside of Hyderabad. That's right. And then recently, most recently, I was on your podcast, the Alfonso podcast, yeah. right, which uh, you've been running, I guess, since the pandemic, right, in right. 2020 or so. So. So help me fill in the blanks, like what has been happening between 1516 to 1819 to the podcast. <laughs> so from, see, you saw me, I think in 1516 and uh, I vaguely remember you even uh, doing a couple of spots because I remember there was someone who was working with the, uh, I don't know if we can name the company here, with the social. Uh, yeah, yeah. Engineering, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. In development econ, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you were working because, and I was quite uh, amazed. Like, wow, like uh, even intelligent people take up this <laughs> opportunity to come on the stage and make a fool of themselves. Because ideally, I, uh, uh, to be very f uh, frank, like I've I've always been a funny guy. Like uh, I've I haven't been a funny guy on the stage, but. It, within my friend circle, I was always the funniest guy, or uh, always the one uh, who had a lot of limelight. Like, like you know, this fellow will mess up something. He might uh, go to an exam hall and uh, submit the uh, question paper instead of the answer paper. So that that kind of a guy. 
and uh, 2015 and i started i actually started stand up because i was part of toastmaster club right of course of right, course right. So all, all so every <laughs> everyone i've talked to vivek raja i don't right, know if bhavneet right. and sandesh as well they've not come on the podcast yet but we'll have them soon right. i think everyone uh, kind of uh, you, did you guys all meet in toastmasters i mean some of you at least or um see raja was a very big personality in toastmasters right raja was like a Uh, how do i put him he was like a dev chapel of toastmaster i like toastmasters because he was the funniest guy right. and toastmasters normally you see people giving inspirational speeches people who are there to improve their um, oratory skills right right uh, right but raja was different raja was the uh, funny man of the entire uh, hyderabad toastmasters uh, scene because every uh, toastmaster is uh, like you have a club right like deloitte right. toastmasters you have Secunderabad Toastmasters, like Raja was known across Hyderabad. Right, mm. right. So, so that's interesting. So, so what happened? Like, I know that the, like five, ten of you initially came from Toastmasters, yeah. uh, but then after that, what happened? Did they close down, or like <laughs> because so they aren't producing lots more uh, comics from there? Um, I I don't know what happened with Toastmasters. See, we didn't join together, right? With uh, Raja, Sai, uh, Umesh. Right. Umesh Somani and uh, Avinash Agarwal. These these four five guys were like the pioneers of Hyderabad scene. Like they started doing stand up when people didn't know stand up. We joined little later. I I saw Raja perform in couple of uh, annual meets at uh, Toastmaster, and I was like, hey, this looks fun. Uh, then there's always um, every year there's this competition called humorous speech competition. I see. And uh, there, I saw Umesh Somani. Umesh Somani was working for the same firm that I was I was working with. And, oh, interesting. Uh, and uh, one day, we during our uh, club Toastmaster competition, Umesh Somani walked in, and he killed so hard that uh, I would continue laughing, and I and the entire group was laughing very hard. He killed very hard, very hard. And uh, then I thought hey, this is fun, and then I started participating in humorous speech competition. I won second prize, like the first runner-up uh, at at my firm, and uh, then I started uh, participating in other humorous speech competition at Broadridge. Other, so people knew me within the uh, Toastmaster circle. Then I decided that um, I need to take this up seriously, and I didn't know there was something called a stand-up. For me, reference point of stand-up was. Uh, Russell Peters, and in Hindi it was Vipul Vipul Goel. Yeah. Like yeah, uh, Papa, yeah. Papa cassette. You remember that? Correct. Yeah, yeah. That was the reference point. I oh, didn't Papa know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the reference point. I didn't know like this is called stand up. There is a scene called stand up. I used to follow Kamba on uh, Twitter. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. That Kam- was the time when Twitter li- was like right. <laughs> very people were very active and you had uh, right. And uh, Kamba yeah. was uh, funny and um, I. I really like this political stuff because those days you could do like and nobody would like yeah. tell you stuff right <laughs> and it was fun. I, then I uh, researched a lot. Then I found that there is a open mic somewhere in Barista Kondapur, Barista. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I walked in there. My first uh, open mic, uh, of course, uh, bombed very badly. But uh, I saw a couple of people who, for me. like uh, set it up that i would i want to take this up seriously and uh, the day i performed we had to uh, be doing a second open mic oh okay interesting yeah to be doing a second open mic and uh, bhavneet was already there in the scene for some time at least 5 6 months little older 
and uh, toby killed so hard i could i could actually tell you the set right now i remember the set so so by heart like i know the set so so well and uh, i decided like this is fun like i think uh, this is something that i should take up then eventually um, so this was around 2015 16 yeah, right this yeah. was the initial barista mics that were barista happening barista mics yeah yeah, yeah it's uh, it's fun we were talking to vivek on another podcast and uh, <laughs> barista has had a rocky relationship where they had <laughs> open mics then they stopped became a tv store tv store closed down then they became open mic venue again i think they have uh, shows every tuesday now at 8:30 right, right so uh, yeah that has really survived it has uh, survived and changed and grown yeah. with the scene so this was so this was about 2015 16 mm. right and you obviously started out as a as a comic from toastmasters and 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 it's interesting that um, toastmasters has kind of fostered so many of the right. initial uh, comics in hyderabad right. and um, i'm also just curious um, so so this was your comedy mm. starting point mm. and uh, of course then you're doing open mics you're doing mm. shows and that's happening in its rhythm uh, comedy is growing slowly yeah. but at some point you you decided to open the mazak factory right, right. right. and produce shows so right. so tell us like um, what was the process of opening that and why did you think that you needed like a production company i mean yeah uh, so you, i don't know if you know that secunderabad is very far from here <laughs> <laughs> yes secunderabad uh, well it used to be the twin city of hyderabad it's not like uh, and uh, my entire uh, comedy uh, like career i only regretted that i didn't stay close to open mics or open shows where they were happening and secunderabad was one place where we didn't have anything like we, yeah. we had only one venue which is like coffee cup coffee, yeah, yeah. and coffee cup you don't get every every time you want to perform you won't get that so there is a roster for that right there is someone like like the comics like either sai or uh, rohit they run a roster right they right. have like like these two these these guys are killing regularly uh, these are new folks let's give them a spot and then there is headliner there's a host and you won't get like every week you won't get there are few people who got every week chance like they, they got opportunity to perform monthly at least twice at coffee cup and coffee cup happens monthly twice right. like alternate weeks so i decided that uh, there should be a venue in secunderabad for sure because there are people who listen to stand up i know because all of my jokes are on secunderabad like my entire uh, if i have like 35 minutes 40 minutes good set at least 15 minutes is on secunderabad because i know the pain of traveling from that side of the city to to this place and 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 uh, and how different is secunderabad from basically the new city this is high tech city yeah, or yeah. hyderabad itself so uh, i always wanted to do something in secunderabad then one of my um, uh, college juniors had opened a cafe there mm. uh, and then i i spoke with him i said uh, uh, you have a cafe uh, are you running any events said no no we don't have any events and i asked him how is it going do you want to give me on fridays um i i i'm running planning to run shows there so okay fine so that's how uh the mazak factory started uh, just started as a uh, initiative to have some kind of a, a comedy scene in secunderabad yeah and i knew for a fact that once i start doing then there will be lot of other people what because there are three or four good secunderabad based comics like sai is one uh, bhavneet score secunderabad like and uh, we have hargun hargun of course joined later uh, and i knew that 
that eventually there will be few more venues and we always have people traveling either ways. It's not the only one way, like you go to a high tech city all the way, do your gig and come back. So that was the idea for uh, Mazak Factory. I see. So just like spots, like yeah, spots, <laughs> there was a yeah. dearth of spots then as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's that's interesting to hear. And uh, yeah, I know how far away Sikandrabad is. I uh, <laughs> I uh, I've always stayed uh, in Banjara Hills, and uh, I used to go to school in Old Boyanpalli. Oh, that's so. Funny. I had a very long commute every day. God, to oh. your parents are so hard on you. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Thank like you. <laughs> It was the only, I mean, it was supposedly a really good school, uh, Gitanjali Devshala, and they were lied to. It wasn't, it wasn't a great school at all. You know, Boenpalli uh, is known for only one thing. Paradise. No. 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 It's only known for the airport. <laughs> like the airport adjacent to the, yeah, yeah, they yeah. only know that there's airport right adjacent. We have some guests, I guess. Oh, are you guys here for the podcast? Yeah. Please come in. We're uh, midway. Come, come join us. Um, yeah, so uh, we were, um, uh, hey guys, thanks for joining us on a Sunday afternoon. I'm sure you guys don't have life, that's why you <laughs> so, uh, so I'm curious, how, how do you guys uh, hear about the show? <laughs> oh really? Oh okay. Um, could you uh, do us a favor and just fuck off that way, <laughs> um, really fast? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah uh, you I'm guys. Just kidding. You guys want to hang around here? You can do that. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys doing after this? Uh, we are actually having a meet. Uh, we are having a music class from CBI. So we are having a meet. Oh, CBIT is still around. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. No, it's just like. You know, CBIT is only known uh, after Happy Days. Really? Yeah, yeah. But the fact is, uh, Happy Days was shot 80% in MGIT. MGIT, right? right. And, but all the credit CBIT, like, uh, many people wanted to join CBIT because of Happy Days. So CBIT's fame <laughs> is based on a lie. That's what you're telling us. <laughs> like wow. They, they call it Such great <laughs> brand ambassadors of CBIT all are. And you're having a meetup from CBIT. This is what you tell them. <laughs> Shekhar Kamala has to like uh, pay some re remuneration or something to this college, right? Like uh -huh. everybody wanted to in do engineering in 2008, 2009 only in CBIT. Yeah, yeah. Or Malaradi because Malaradi, nobody wants to study in Malaradi. <laughs> like whoever is there in Malaradi is there for everything apart from studies, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, we were. Uh, where were we? I was. Uh, you were saying Boenpalli for yeah, the airport. Yeah, yeah, airport, and I think. Um, yeah, and 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 the interesting thing is both the airport and um, uh, both the airport and Paradise hmm. are distinctly not in Boenpalli. Right. Really. So uh, you know, it's the, the airport is right between Paradise and Boenpalli, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so it's just. Um, it's a bad place. I mean, it's not, it's not the great place to be. Like, even <laughs> back then, it wasn't happening, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, oh my god. And you remember now, though, it burned down, but there used to be the Sikandrabad club. And uh, what a club that was. Yeah, yeah. You remember Sikandrabad, that? Like, Sikandrabad club is right behind oof. my, where, where I stay. Like, the, the colony right behind where I stay is Sikandrabad club. And uh, Sikandrabad club is huge. Like, I all, we always fantasized 
to go to Secunderabad Club as a school, because some of these rich folks, like uh, people who had businesses, and you know, their families had membership there. And yeah, yeah, and, and it was uh, impossible to get a membership in uh, Secunderabad right, Club unless yeah. you were old money and you know connected yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. But it burned down, so yeah. I guess uh, those memberships are useless <laughs> now. <laughs> but, but no, it was it was sad because it was like such a you know it was like a, actually it wasn't that sad. I've never been inside, so I mean I've just heard it was a good place yeah. maybe it was you know <laughs> who the fuck knows like uh, Boinpali was a little scary I don't know if you remember but uh, like whenever there's um, uh, like a training uh, flights or any any uh, crash uh, normally these were houses in Boinpali which should like get damaged because the airport is so close right sometimes the flights just uh, the training pilots they do any mistake it goes goes and falls in Oh my God! Uh, so it's like a risk for uh, everyone yeah, staying actually there. Actually, if, if I don't know if, if it goes on record, but but uh, there are so many houses they're built, uh, which I don't think uh, they have proper papers because it's right beside the airport. And who in in proper mind like give a permission for a three-story building beside an airport? But you will see there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know for a fact. Yeah, the broker <laughs> will be like, yeah, this place is 30 rupees per square feet. Because yeah. every Tuesday there's a small chance Correct. that a Boeing 737 might pass through your yeah, balcony. Yeah. Boinpali was huge. Uh, Boinpali Begumpet was huge when yeah. uh, the airport was functioning. Because back then we didn't have this Go IBO or everything. You had to yeah. book tickets. Yeah. And that, uh, a lot of... Uh, Hotels, uh, ticketing, uh, uh, yeah. like and and you remember the Ramada, which was right beside it. It was Ramada. Ramada was such a big thing. Like I would always look at Ramada as a one day, one day it get. <laughs> and they would, and they have changed their names so many times right, now. It was right. Ramada. It was like, I don't know. I think at one point it was a Holiday Inn. It was so many things. Correct. Um, but yeah, now that property must be like completely yeah, useless. Yeah, but no takers for Now it's one of those 30 rupees per square feet places. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that, that's that's how, how much I like have uh, uh, connection with uh, Secunderabad. I like, I can talk about Secunderabad, probably write about Secunderabad for the, uh, uh, for the rest of the evening or whatever. So I'm all, that's the reason why I wanted to have... Um, a venue at Secunderabad, which is regular, which runs some shows there. So, right. So, so, so just quickly, just kind of jumping back in. So, like you started um, the Mazak Factory to right. have a venue in Secunderabad. Right. It ran for a while, you know, um, mm. and then, then obviously the pandemic happened. Mm. So now, considering like there's a lull, and you know, before the fourth wave, probably. <laughs> uh, because as of recording, there was a new variant in the UK called the XC variant or something. What, what, X? Yeah, there's like an XC variant. I don't know if it's called the She variant or something. But uh, apparently there's a new variant and uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> not great. But um, so are you, are you also planning to start open mics in Sikandrabad again or is that on hold for now? No, uh, actually what happened with uh, open mics at uh, the, the venue that I started off is, uh, I... I we normally what happens is when you start performing at a, a cave back in the day there used to be an agreement like after every show i will pay you x amount of money right like say 15000 20000 and uh, as a producer i would have a certain uh, stake in that money and the headliner and the ho host will take uh, then what happened is the cave started uh, 
not performing well like it was it was not doing that well and the owner said that we won't be able to pay y'all if you, if this is a ticketed show you can you can take the ticket money and uh, just think about it i don't know what happened then uh, the the comics were not ready to travel this far without having a guarantee of say because by then we were used to right the comics were used to getting like 7000 8000 from that venue and then now like i have to travel 20 kilometers for nothing so that venue shut down because of that <coughs> uh, then i started searching for other venues uh, there uh, on and off I, i got some venues but uh, it didn't really work out so uh, i decided that i will start doing shows on mazak factory at uh, phoenix arena cheap and best nice place yeah yeah so with phoenix arena um, from 2018 uh, to 2019 till the pandemic i must have done at least uh, 80 to 90 shows produced 80 to 90 shows yeah at at the phoenix at the arena. phoenix uh, that includes um, a trial show for uh, vivek vivek did a trial vivek had this show called vivek murlidharan live he still has it he still does, does it still yeah, does yeah. it so with vivek i did at least uh, 10 to 15 shows every saturday i would produce that show right then a uh, lot of team shows uh, uh, bhavneet's first solo was with me uh, right right and, and uh, uh, i did a, a concept show for raja raja started the clap your hands the mental oh, right. show yeah, with yeah. me a uh, sign show started with me like uh, interesting interesting right. i was just at uh, the science show yesterday i was oh, one great, of the opening acts it's great. it's a lovely show it's uh, science and crowd work right, so, oh that's that's interesting so uh, you you mentioned you were also producing bhavneet show uh, were you also producing it when you remember bhavneet had a show and then he got typhoid or something were you also producing that show uh-huh. because i went back way back when i wasn't performing at all that point i was uh, deep in field work but i remember coming back uh, and um, just uh, staying uh, just going for this show and uh, there were four tickets sold and the tickets were me my parents and my grandmother mm-hmm. because back then i used to take my parents and my grandmother to all shows uh, yeah. and they are like uh, they are all comedy veterans they're like uh, they <laughs> love yeah, yeah yeah they they love all the content so we had gone and there were only four tickets sold mm. and i think bhavneet got sick or something he had typhoid okay. i i remember being typhoid it could be some other okay. disease also and he wasn't there so we, so we were just like and this just like kind of epitomizes uh, like the scene for me like so we were there and he was like okay he's sick it's fine we'll just go back it's you know it's chill uh, uh, and uh, but then uh, all there were all these other opening acts right. and i think vivek and all were there right. and they did a show instead of him right, right. it was like right yeah like it, it's such a it's such a nice thing to do but yeah i i remember phoenix they had so many good shows right, um, right. and so many acts from outside also used to come and perform there yeah um so with 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 production um i uh, i feel that you have to be flexible and because these are people right these are artists like any uh, some days they are sick some days they are uh, high so <laughs> and uh, i had i wouldn't name the comics but there are there they were comics who got drunk or like uh, uh, were high as fuck they didn't want to turn up on the event because the other comics said are uno nahi aa sakta is is out so we had to uh, see if there's other comic available if the other comic is available then where is he how close is he to the other venue and uh, worst case if nobody's turning up then i would go on the stage and 
and do my 15 20 25 whatever right and then uh, uh, get the other comic so uh, production is is a hassle like it's you have to do so many things uh, of course you you have mastered the video production and the audio production uh, part of it but the operations part of uh, getting it on book my show getting the poster ready getting the lineup ready uh, managing with tantrums uh, uh, managing with egos and all that uh, all that is also a part of production right like and yeah uh, and and they they they've been shows uh, where i i was in a tight spot like like uh, they, they were comics, like they were comics, not now, but they were comics who didn't get along well, but I had to, they were in the same lineup and a lot of permutations, combinations. Okay. It's, it was a good experience, I won't <laughs> say. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was not the conclusion I thought you were going towards. Oh my God, there were tantrums, people used to turn up high, but it was a good experience. Yeah, uh. see, see they, 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 they were, they were situations and they were very few, like they were, most of the comics in Hyderabad are basically very uh, professional, but there are uh, one or two cases where they took it little granted because they were not producing, right? And the, the, the other person is producing. And when, when the audience turns up, say 15, 20 people turn up, you know there are 20 tickets sold. And you are, say, I'm PK, and, and then the pro producer has to answer, say, because they wanted to see X comic. They, they seen the videos of that comic. Say, we came for this guy. He's not there. Then people are disappointed. So we have to make sure that... Yeah, of course. Uh, Naturally, we, yeah. They are replaced with someone who's better or, e yeah. or e as, as good as that. We don't want to put a mediocre opening act uh, uh, or, or some new guy on the stage and the audience gets disappointed and then later they message me... Um, yeah. Saying yeah. that it was a disappointment. I don't want that. Uh, there were situations which happened, but you can't. As a producer, you should be shameful, uh, shameless. Like you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And, so uh, it, the, the, and the comedy teaches you to be as shameless as possible. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you know, it's also another thing. A lot of the a lot of the comics on the scene in Hyderabad are particularly young, right? right? And um, how but how do you think? Uh, uh, you know, uh, but you obviously have more experience, you know, like yesterday we were planning and you said you can't come because right. you need to pick your daughter up from right, school, right, right. which is not something I would expect <laughs> a lot of comics to say, right? It's true, it's true. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm also just wondering, like, do you think, uh, you know, over the years, your comedy has evolved, you know, as um. you've go gone through these stages in life or, um, you know, does that give you more perspective? How has that been affecting your comedy and production? See, I, I started comedy when I got married, right? Like right. 2015, I got married and 2015, I started comedy. I see. Uh, so I never did stand-up comedy at a point where I was like bachelor. I would talk about yeah, Tinder yeah. and all that stuff. Because I never got that opportunity. Like, it uh, didn't exist. Uh, yeah, yeah, it didn't exist also. So my comedy basically revolves around like uh, family, uh, relatives uh, yeah. and uh, part of uh, 2016 to 19, 18, it revolved a lot around politics, a lot of political jokes, a lot of satire jokes. But then uh, I decided in 2019 that I will not crack political jokes. No, not, not <laughs> because you like being a free man. <laughs> yeah, I like being a free man. I have a daughter and yeah. uh, 
what happened is in one of these shows i i don't know if it was a show or a, a facebook post somewhere uh, my number got leaked to uh, to to one of these big database of people who need to be trolled somewhere in some party i won't name so and my number went around i started getting lot of abusive messages you know that happened for good two months uh, luckily those two months i was in netherlands so <laughs> i go like kuch bhi nahi kar sakta tu to to aake nahi maar sakta tu kar le jo karna hai yeah yeah i was in netherlands and then i came back i sorted out things i uh, uh, because I, then i went through my facebook friends list uh, instagram friends list i knew people who who do this and uh, and uh, those suspects i unfriended them send them a message saying that apologies for whatever i don't want to be around you so so it's it's a risky business and 2019 uh, 2017 i was blessed with a, a baby girl and i didn't want to like get into yeah. all this stuff so my comedy revolved around like family uh egos in family and a uh, little bit of light hearted uh, political satire and and of course uh, my experience with uh, families around like it's it's never my i never ventured in areas like sex and uh, though it's it's good people who do that it's fun because you get crowd who would want to like listen to jokes on tinder relationship and all that stuff and uh, those are the people who ideally would would buy your tickets right if you, if you see the uh, demographic of people who buy tickets like for shows these are normally aged between uh, uh, 22 to 28 30 uh, from 31 onwards you will see people making a very wise decision on buying the tickets <laughs> like do i go and see this 16 year old or 18 year old 20 year old talk about relationships or do i go listen to an amit tandan or vipul goel uh, i'll pay little more or i want to listen to raja or sai uh, who who do much more mature comedy like <clears throat> their comedy is at a different level so uh, but for a for a comic to continuously keep having audience it is always important to have people who are ready to buy cheaper tickets especially local comics right Uh, right yeah. yeah and who are these comics who are these audience the audience are aged between 22 to 28 who are just started working or in college and they want to have the group of friends sitting in the front have have a couple of drinks come here enjoy have a good time but the the older audience is a little choosy i'm not uh, uh, categorizing them in buckets but uh, because i've done production for good uh four years now i understand uh what is the price range so say suppose punit paniya is here i i produce punit paniya's six or seven shows in hyderabad and uh, from and this is from 2018 and for a fact i know that punit paniya's audience is uh, well read uh, mature like un- they understand the politics understand satire and they are even ready to pay little premium amount and because punit is also a premium comic like at least not the if, if not not the a lister at least the b lister comic right like he's there so his ticket pricing is around that uh, i make sure the the opening acts are also in in sync with the theme right they are not talking about sex uh, they are not talking about they are not talking about stuff they probably doing sets which are 
which are uh, quite in sync with the theme of the show which will get your number leaked on facebook like yeah. <laughs> puneet's content is very uh, yeah. yeah pretty biting and incisive right. uh, but that's interesting so ha- you you mentioned hosting comics uh, from hyderabad as well as like you know getting comics from outside right right how how was that experience different or the same in in those ways so uh, with comics from um, other cities so, um, rohit is a very big uh, Uh, help in that way like rohit swain comic right yeah, yeah of course so uh, rohit has got lot of contacts right and uh, comics approaching him or sai or raja saying that uh, we want to do shows in hyderabad now funny setup can't produce all the shows right they, they have enough on their hand they they have local lineups to produce they have some other shows so uh, they reached out to me uh, like rohit reached out to me in 2019 not 19 2017 18 saying that why don't you produce Uh, this show this comic is coming so that's how i started uh, and once you uh, get in touch with one comic from other city slowly the word spreads like hey mazak factory is also there you can my number got shared in the mumbai comics uh, group and delhi comics uh, chennai uh, comics also so so whenever they are coming they just give me a buzz they like i want to come on so and so day uh i have a video and this is, and if i know the person very well i i know the video for a fact that we did well then i'll probably book a bigger room and uh, do two shows if i know that okay the video hasn't done that well but still because this, uh, you should never deny a chance of having a comic Uh, venture into other city and also for the audience to listen something else right now apart from uh, our comedy scene our, our folks something else also they bring a different perspective right so that is the reason i also produce shows for comics whose videos have not done that well but uh, when they came to hyderabad they killed so hard uh, that second time again when they came they had the repeat audience plus the newer audience and Uh, some some people are good without videos i feel like if yeah. the videos get out then um, they are not good at videos like i don't know if it's bad luck or if if they really don't do well uh, for some reason on video, uh, youtube algorithm but uh, they are good comics uh, i one remember is uh, akib akib from uh, friendly jalil friendly jalil from oh, yeah. He's a powerhouse, he's right? Amazing. He powerhouse. raps. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's his content is just so funny. He, and he had a show called Earthquake or something. I forgot the name of the show. Uh we did it in 2018 end and uh, he didn't have that many audience. He didn't pull that many audience. But second time around I think he he did well. I, I felt uh, he's underrated like that. Uh, there are many like that. Uh, Anand Ratnam is one. Yeah, Anand Ratnam is really good. Uh, he had a show here. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to know Anand Ratnam. Joel uh, Jotin Partho. Uh, yeah. He's he's another goofy comic. Like he 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 does satire well. Uh, uh, I've enjoyed I enjoyed producing comics from uh, across the city. And what happens when you host people here is you get a network, right? And that network you can leverage. Um, not just for comedy but anything other than comedy also that helps in production that is there that you can use they say that network is everything these days right yeah you yeah. it's of course your skill is very important but your network is 
something that will take you to places like you 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 get to know more people and and that helped me in 2019 when i went to bombay oh okay. i went to bombay to just uh, um, i didn't plan anything in my schedule i knew some places there there open mics and some places i knew there were shows so i spoke with raja and some other folks in mumbai i had a schedule and i just went to mumbai i stayed in a hostel for 10 15 days uh, yeah. go every day go do open mic uh, i i did open mics in thane <laughs> yeah. i did open mics on the other side of the city i did open mics every single day uh, every day wake up uh, take uh, do uh, and in mumbai you have open mics every day and some open mics start from evening also right the afternoon evening yeah 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 so i i did at uh, stand up labs I, i didn't do at habitat that's a uh, disappointment i i feel but uh, otherwise i did everywhere yeah. uh, munawar uh, i met munawar there in mumbai yeah uh, before he was munawar we know <laughs> yeah and uh, we connected well there in mumbai yeah. and uh, i did uh, a show at uh, a show was it show it was a lineup show uh at um, um he would run a venue uh, comic club uh, is the name of his production and i did a lineup show there i killed went well then i spoke with them personally in another venue you know, and he wanted to come to hyderabad right and i i i told him that i run this then he spoke with me i was in con- constant contact with him then uh, then covid and stuff happened my uh, father in law and all were not well so i decided that i will not produce but uh, i later here like within couple of days he's on ndtv i like what just happened <laughs> oh no uh, okay yeah. so uh, that's how in comedy it is uh, like like um within um within few weeks the person you know uh, becomes a very big celebrity right I, as a not n- not in a bad way but but also in a good way right in a good, good way also viral. right yeah. because uh, because he was he was struggling to like uh, book a room uh, of 100 seater 50 seater at uh, old city uh, abits there is this venue called millennium um, auditorium which is above kfc yeah and he, we were discussing let like 50 ho jayega kya 100 ho and now to a point where he is selling out uh, 500 seaters auditorium and all which is great pretty good yeah so that's interesting and um so i just quickly wanted to s- ask you you were mentioning about uh, uh not being like you know recently i've been doing open mics and uh, are you here for the uh, podcast no it's just the staff here <laughs> this is this is go- uh, going on till 12 yeah uh, thanks um yeah uh well that was fucking annoying <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah you uh, talked about uh, comic fatigue right and not being able to um uh, like you were telling that you aren't doing a lot of open mics no, these days no. and could you talk more about that because i've yeah i felt that happen at different points as well right um so i don't know what precipitated that for you so uh, comedy is a very um uh lonely journey right uh, it's, it's not a journey it's, it's say if a band is not doing well you have the entire band uh, say the musicians and the vocalist 
to support each other, right? But comedy is a lonely profession, right? You have to write your own stuff. You have to perform. If you do well, you get all the credit. If you don't do well, you are to be blamed for it. And uh, what happened in 2020 is, like, I realized that uh, you, I, 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 I believe that right now I am not in a space where uh, I can do comedy. Not that I didn't do comedy after 2020. I did it in 2021 also. Like I just opened for, uh, I think Puneet was here. Puneet, Abhinash, uh, Abhinash, what's his name? Uh, he's a big Assam comic. Uh, right, okay. Uh, Abhinish, Abhinish. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I w produced his show as well in late 2021. But uh, but right now I I am not in a space where I am able to think through a lot of things. I feel right now uh, this normally I think it happens with every artist like uh, most yeah, art. Yeah. They you go through a very dry phase. And I heard a lot of comics also talking about it. We had Swarapant. We had a lot of comics who took a break from comedy itself. Like they say, fuck it. I I would probably just uh, yeah. sit in the audience because I love the art but yeah. I'm not uh, in a space where I want to go there and perform because right now I don't get a lot of thoughts and for a com comic it's very important to have thoughts running in your mind and especially if you are not the one who who does who what you call who sticks to a certain uh, format like procedure like sit and write for me sitting and writing is not a thing for me thinking through about the topic over and over and over and over and over and and then once I get that okay this is something that I'm sure then I write right now I'm not in a space where I'm even able to think yeah no I, I completely agree with that uh, you know I started comedy during grad school in 2018 um, did lots of open mics got a uh, got an R ready did uh, you know two weeks at the Edinburgh Fringe and then I was just so burnt out with all the barking and continuous shows. Like it was, and I mean, everyone should do something like that. Right. Like, a, like a two week or a one month continuous run, right? Where you have a show in the morning, something works, something doesn't yeah. work, go to an open mic in the evening, right. work on right. it. Like, I think I would have written more jokes in for, for that show. Like mm -hmm. I would have had an hour, then I like junked 15 minutes, added 15 more minutes, junked 10 more minutes, added 10 more minutes. Mm. Like it was amazing. But at the end of it, I was spent. So when yeah. I came back, uh, you know, back in 2018, 19, I was just like, you know, let's just watch some of this. Okay. Although I did go to open mics and like I used to work in Bhubaneswar and Patna. Right. And uh, Bhubaneswar has a great scene. Oh. Uh, Satyavrat and Comedy Satyavrat, Highway. Yeah. Uh, they're doing a great job. But yeah, I know it's, it's hard. Like you can't always be motivated mm. to write content. But um, here's hoping. Uh, <laughs> You know, but you have the podcast now, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is uh, very interesting. Mm -hmm. So um, how does, uh, yeah, th which is also very interesting to hear, uh, you know, someone uh, move into podcasting. Obviously, uh, I started podcasting uh, first and then went into uh, comedy. Uh, <laughs> you seem to have had the yeah. inverse uh, yeah. uh, journey. Right. But uh, how has podcasting been for you? Um, podcasting has been a mixed bag, like... Uh, uh, one thing podcasting uh, has taught me is uh, the, the importance of um, having a conversation, right? Like uh, normally when, even when we talk with someone, when we speak with someone, we don't really get to know the person. Well, we're probably just talking 
about random topics and so forth. And, and w another thing I really found interesting is people want to hear stories, right? People like stories. People like to um, listen about experiences. And podcasting gives you that opportunity to have long-form conversation and have people talk about it, right? Uh, so that's where my interest came. And 2020, I initially started doing Instagram Live because I didn't know podcasting. There's something right. called as podcasting. I do, started doing Instagram Live and then someone suggested, hey, this, this is how you, you can do, you can record this stuff. So I started doing uh, podcasting and then it's been good. I, I uh, had people from different backgrounds like politicians, uh, fitness instructors. Yeah, NGOs. yeah. There's lots of interesting yeah, guests uh, on that. Yeah, so. um, I just, I just want to say it's, it's very disappointing when I go to the Alfonso podcast and it's not about mangoes. <laughs> like I just, uh, but no, it's, it's a great podcast. You all should listen to that as well. Yeah. Um, anyways, I think we're at the end of my questions. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So uh, thank you so much for coming, Alfonso, to the first uh, live comedy. Uh, uh, podcast uh, of the Hyderabad Hiccup. Well, actually, the second, but first post pandemic. Yeah. Um, all right. This has been really interesting. I hope uh, we'll see you at an open mic or another podcast soon. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah. It's been a great experience. I haven't done this any time, but uh, surely I think it's a great learning experience also for me to see how beautifully you set up stuff and, and uh, running this show live. It's just a great thing. Thank you so much. Much appreciated. Thank you all for listening to the Hyderabad Hiccup. I've been Kritarja. See you on, on another episode.